Hello, hello. What is up, everybody? I am back in the gazebo. Little Miss is having a nap. And I figured I'm kind of on a roll with the podcast, so I'm going to continue. It's interesting. Like, I did a couple months off and then came back and gave an explanation and then a couple more months off and kind of a life update. And now we're here. But it's just with any part of healing when we are in the thick of it and sometimes it's just too much to even, like, get out of bed. It makes sense to just kind of put off things it's better to like I mentioned in the last episode flow instead of resist and I can tell you I've been listening to my podcasts like I mentioned and I can definitely hear when I'm out of it because it's either I'm flowing and it makes a lot of sense or you can I can really well maybe it's just because I know me or if you know me well enough you could hear it when it happens when I get like the blank brain and just start talking random shit to you guys just to fill in the blanks because I've lost my train of thought I was distracted or I'm kind of like backpedaling it's very visible to me when I listen to the podcast I'm like man I can tell when my head's not screwed on because I just talk about stupid stuff and it's not stupid but it's definitely fill in the blanks and it's it's just funny to look back on it and that's when I know that I have to kind of be in the mindset to talk to you guys that is in the nourishment side of mentality instead of fear side and I'm not doing it as an obligation to you guys because it really isn't I really enjoy it but I want to make sure it never feels like that because then I'm not speaking from my heart so I got my book Um, and again I might have answered these questions already so bear with me and it's like I mentioned before it's interesting how they change because I might have a completely different answer all right Um, what is one small step I could take today to lead me closer to my goals Um, I could just start believing in myself. I can start being confident in my decisions and my ability to navigate problems and problem solving. Um, I'm still really fear-based in a lot of the decisions when it comes to my business and I'm not overly confident in some certain situations. And I really got to just shake that off and realize that I do my best and I try my best and that is enough. And as long as I continue to put my heart at the forefront and continue with the mentality that my vendor's success is my success, then we're all going to be okay. And I can't control a lot of the outside factors with my events. So as long as I do enough, it's enough. I'm a firm believer that when I bring an event to a city that there's someone calling it there. Like there's sometimes when I've tried to schedule it and it's just like, nope, 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 nope. It needs to be in this other city for some reason. Like it's just, there's, it's just not working out for this one location that I'm pushing for. This one city is like pushing for it and I have no idea why. And then I schedule it. And then a person that comes in that we would call a 911 shows up but I'm like shit like that just makes sense and a 911 is someone that comes to the events and they don't even know why they're there they just know that they're at the end they're at the end of their hope their rope whatever you want to call it and they have a hard time finding the beauty in life and they just need to find that one thing that you know can bring their spark back and I'm yeah I'm a big believer that you know the fairs are called to you know whoever is meant to have like to want them or need them there and if we can save one person then our job is done so I need to become more confident in my intuition and my ability to trust where and when and why and all these different moving parts that I constantly always you know it just always works out and I have to trust myself on that one So that is one small step I could take today to lead me closer to my goals. And I just have to jump. Like, just stop trying to measure each step. Like, just jump and see where it leads. Because, like, the moments that we waste trying to be so particular 
and strategic in certain things. You know, you're wasting golden opportunity when sometimes you should just jump, jump in and then just start swimming after. But don't like just jump and say, um, um, uh, no, like jump, swim and figure it out after. That's a good mentality, I think, as long as there's like no sharks or bad things. <laughs> so that's like all the bad stuff that you have to like navigate after you get in the water and then you're like, shit. No, I'm just kidding. That's about swimming, not about business. Could be similar, but anyways, that's a runoff sentence. <laughs> um, okay, I'm going to keep going. See, I'm seeing a whole bunch that I have already answered. And there's ones that I won't answer, like a secret I've never told a soul before. (laughs) I don't know if I ever told you why there's bad day pages in this book. If I have told you, I apologize. But it's like, here are some bad day pages to share your thoughts on the harder days when you have nowhere else to turn to. Let it all out, be unfiltered, raw, and real. Use both sides of this page to scratch, scribble, rip the page out after, and then breathe. Bad days happen to us all, but focus on the good days to come. Rainbows follow after storms. And the story behind this page is when the passport system was uh, created by the government, I had already postponed my holistic fares twice at that point, and then I had to postpone it a third time because I couldn't see myself or participate energetically in the divide and I knew that half my vendors were vaccinated half of them weren't and it wasn't any of my goddamn business so it's like who am I to say you know you paid me two years ago so no you can't come now because you're not getting a needle that the government is mandating so long story short out of that I ended up postponing again but I could not control my anger and my rage and my heartbreak and my devastation because I'm continually letting people down although I'm not the person causing it it was just such a helpless situation but my good friend has a scrapyard he owns a tow truck company and he let me take a baseball bat to one of his scrap trucks and it was the most amazing thing like I I 10 out of 10 recommend it if you have an opportunity to just go all out like there's rage rooms if you feel it I mean like there's healthy ways to let out these pent-up angry feelings and keeping in mind like anger is an unmet need that was something I also learned like when you're feeling the anger emotion it is an unmet need something is there that needs to be fixed or it's it's not being met so that was a good teaching lesson that I had heard but we can it's safe to let it out sometimes it's still a valid emotion I mean like we all feel it it's you know something that we're taught in very at a very young age you know there's anger there's sadness there's happiness um it's all what creates us but you know not to be shameful of your anger of course don't hurt people but if you got to smash something smash something in a safe controlled environment that you have control over and I feel like that's where the empowerment was my anger was valid I was helpless and it was an unmet need that I was unable to run my business and I was disappointing people. Uh, I disappointed myself. The government had all control over it and it felt amazing to smash that truck with a baseball bat. So if you can, you know, do something like that, go to a rage room, see what you can do, of course, safely, highly recommended because it was a beautiful way to let it out and sometimes it just gets pent up and then that's when we redirect our anger towards other people and the people that we love and that we care about and that we don't mean to and then it kind of just hurts a little more 
So that's why the bad day page is in there. Like, it's interesting because there's like a lot of the pages in the book were created from circumstances that happens. Like when I read the questions, I could th- think of exactly where I was when I had thought about that or exactly the situation that was happening. The gratitude pages are very important because I find that we are so caught up in the day-to-day situations that we forget to be thankful for the little things. And I mean, I've already gone on off about it for you guys. Like if you can even hear this, then you have a phone or a car that you're listening through. So we have a lot of things to be thankful for over and above many other people. So just starting back to the basics of even just like fresh water, clean water, a roof over your head, those things. And especially the roof over your head, because after the pandemic, after the destruction of it, you know, the homeless situation is astronomical and there's a lot of people that are struggling and need our love and need to be seen. I mean, we have conditioned ourselves to just overlook or look above or whatever you want to call it to, you know, the people within our community that are are lost and literally getting no help. There's zero help out there for them. And yes, I understand some of them don't want help, but for the ones that do, there is no help. So we have to really kind of work on our gratitudes and uh, that's where the gratitude pages come in even if you could just do a couple of words a day just wake up and I know it's so much easier said than done I mean I'm telling you guys to do it and I don't do it but thinking (laughs) as soon as you wake up you know a couple of things that you're grateful for I think it could be a really big perspective shift shift from what they say um Yeah, there's also like, here I am safe to write a letter to someone who has hurt me, to forgive them and take the extra weight off my shoulders. I can thank them for the lesson. Although painful, I grew into a better person. And I'm not going to share a letter with you guys, but I will say, like, I mean, the, the ex that rewired my brain, to write to him would be powerful. And I mean, going back to the pureness in our hearts, He's not a bad person. He's just had a lot of trauma and he's had a really shitty life and he's only doing, he only did what he knew how and what had been done to him and the defense mechanisms that his body had built. So it's a full circle in your healing when you start to look at your situations differently in in the different light, the different perspectives. And that's like big girl panties talk because it's so much easier to just hate the person that hurt you and it's easy to wish them ill but it is hard to view them you know as the perfect little child that they were born as and then understand that the life had happened to them at that up until that point and it's a little bit more sad I'm not excusing anybody's behavior for any hurt and I know that there's a magnitude of things that people have done very cruelly to other people which is inexcusable and including to myself but I guess for my apology letter, I would touch on, you know, apologizing for the pain that he had felt that had created those emotions within him and that I'm sorry that I triggered those, even though my actions didn't trigger them. I mean, maybe they did. Yeah, see, I can't even talk about it. That's something I definitely have to do soon. And what I love most about this journal and the idea of releasing it and writing it and releasing it is like something that I can't even talk to you guys about without my eyes welling up like to be able to sit down and write it out but not have to hold it like to be able to have a ceremonial closure of burning it and watching it dissipate but being like but allowing myself to honestly talk to myself or 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 separate myself into these different compartments that I've hidden away and my body's defense mechanisms and and really understanding 
the other person in it. And I mean, like these notes and letters are not supposed to be sent to the other person. It is for us. Like it's part of our healing and whatever we get out of it is our healing. It has nothing to do about the other person. And there's something beautiful. It's called Ho'oponopono and it's about forgiveness. And the art of forgiveness is one of the most powerful tools that we don't use as often as we should. And it's not ever to forgive the other person. When we forgive other people, and I mean, like, this doesn't even mean that you have to ever say, I forgive you to that person. We are forgiving ourselves by closing that door and forgiving that person for hurting us. We are helping and healing ourselves. And I hope that makes sense because, you know, forgiveness, if you haven't talked to someone in 20 years or let's say they've passed away or whatever the situation is and they hurt you deeply, by forgiving them, you are forgiving yourself. You are allowing yourself to close that door and to heal but you have to feel it in your heart and it is a really great thing ho'oponopono if you google it um i think it's like i love you please forgive me uh thank you uh, please and thank you or something like that it, it, it's a beautiful 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 part of healing so yeah i definitely just by explaining to you that one letter that i would write and i know that there's quite a few others that i would write to people um and just going by my body's reaction to that, that it's definitely something that I should be doing soon just to see where I can pick it apart because even just talking to you guys about it, it, it led me into beautiful parts of myself where I can see the growth that I've made from that really fucked up situation that I didn't deserve. No one deserves to be hurt. And I know we all go through it in different levels and, you know, it's just our choice on how quickly we want to heal from it or, or the different, like how we actually want to look at it if we ever do. So that's cool. There's also a letter in here that you're supposed to write to someone who's passed away. And uh, I would write it to my grandpa, like my Zadie and my papa. I, those are the two men that have passed away. And the only two family members in my life that have passed away that I've been very close with. Thankfully, those are the people, the only people that I've lost up until this point. Um, I would write letters to them. And just to, especially about Nova, my young daughter, um, and how special she is. And I hope that they'd be able to see them or see her grow. And I know that they can. Um, but a shift, Mindy's in the background here, people are walking by. A shift in that perspective. I do know other people that have lost huge losses. People that have lost dear to their heart. Like I'm talking like, you know, parents losing children, kids losing parents, siblings, you know, and traumatically lost them. Like that's where when you are writing a letter to someone who's passed away, it can be a deep wound to go into. And if you can't do it, don't do it. If you're ever ready to, and you want to just touch on those left unsaid topics, it is a beautiful healing tool. But you can also do that in whatever way that you see fit. Like it could be prayer. It could just be talking to them uh, up in the skies, you know, when you're in solitude and thinking of them, it's, it's whatever you feel comfortable with. But there is writing a letter and that was I guess just a little a little bit of you know part of me that I'm thankful for to have not experienced the immense losses that so many other have and you know the people that I know that have experienced dear and deep losses are still beautiful people within themselves and they're the people that are showing up as themselves and and trying to love others that go through it um, I'm just trying to see where Mindy is Mindy and I Where'd you go? The gate's open. So I just want to make sure she just doesn't run out and start yelling at people. And I mean Mindy yell at people, not me. So I think that was a really good couple of questions. 
I should probably find my dog <laughs> just to make sure she didn't go out the gate. Mindy, she is out the gate. So thank you for tuning in. I will be back to talk more. Uh, I hope you guys have a wonderful day. And if you haven't already gotten your Spark Your Inner Truth journal, it's on Amazon. Or just keep listening in and, and see what you're called to. If you just want to even think about the questions that I bring up and I answer and then answer them in your own light. Uh, because we're all a lot more than we uh, alike than we realize in the grand, grand scheme of things. Have a wonderful day, guys. I'll check back in soon.